My family were Londoners born and bred. Their story is firmly concentrated in the East End. Mum and Dad were born in Hackney, as were their parents. And like so many families at the time, they made a short exodus into leafy Essex. And I was brought up in respectable South Woodford, whose Member of Parliament was Sir Winston Churchill, seen as the saviour of our nation in the Second World War. So I felt absolutely British. But was I right? Many of us don't think about who we are and where we come from, the ancient and modern human history that led to us, our individual existences. Others think we know it all. I'm as British as queuing in the rain for the cricket. My family is as Swedish as flat-pack furniture. I'm as French as champagne and camembert. But what happens when science and history combine to rewrite the story of your identity? Well, that's what happened to me. I'm Sir Tony Robinson. Welcome to It's About Time. Welcome to It's About Time. Very welcome indeed you are. Take your shoes off, put your feet up. Lovely, nice and comfortable. So, we're on our fifth episode of It's About Time. In our first episode, you heard about the particularly sordid murder of Mary Ann Mason by her lover Joseph Meadows in Victorian England. That one's a bit like True Crime 1855, so do have a listen. I also told you the story of immigrants to the new world at the turn of the century with the help of Charlie Chaplin's iconic film The Immigrant. In episode three, we found out how famous suffragette sisters the Pankhursts ended up in three different corners of the world. And last time out, we used the force to look at the intrepid ancestors of Mark Hamill, the man behind Star Wars' Luke Skywalker. Well, today, we're going to do something a little bit different. I'm going to tell you a tale a little more personal to me. Indulge me, if you will. I've been spending quite a bit of time recently thinking about the story of my life and what it means to be me. I think it happens a bit more when we get older. My identity, as with all of us, comprises many different hats. I'm a dad, a grandfather, I'm a husband, a friend, an actor, a writer, a TV presenter, a podcaster, a tweeter, a Brit, a Londoner. But my life and the makings of who I am started long ago, centuries before the lives of me and my parents and grandparents and even my great-great-grandparents. So I'm going to tell you that story, one that's been a thousand years in the making. But to do that, I'm going to have to start even further back, millions of years ago. Humans first came into existence in East Africa about two and a half million years ago. But they weren't human beings as we'd know them today. Rather, this is when we saw the emergence of the genus Homo, the evolutionary family of humans. 
But then, as different migrating populations moved into different environments in North Africa, Europe and Asia, they evolved into different human species. There were the Neanderthals, or Homo neanderthalensis, in Europe and Western Asia, for example, and there was Homo erectus further east in Asia. And there were more in different ages, Homo habilis, Homo agaster and Homo sapiens. All of these different species of man were of the genus Homo, and many lived at the same time, so the world was shared by different kinds of human, just as it's shared by different species of other creatures today. Homo sapiens, or us, to refer to our species less formally, happen to be the only species of humans still living. And you may be reassured to hear that we're currently deemed of least concern on at least some lists of endangered biological species. If so, we're doing pretty well, all things considered. Our evolutionary ancestry comes from East Africa, where Homo sapiens surfaced roughly 100,000 to 200,000 years ago, which is a little closer to 1946, when I was born. But tracing our DNA and ancestry back to a vague time period in Africa may not feel like it has direct relevance for our own personal stories. Nor does thinking of mitochondrial Eve as ancestor number one on the Homo sapien family tree. Mitochondrial Eve is what scientists call the most recent woman from whom we all descend in a continuous line on our mother's side and her mother's side and so on and so on, back to one mother named for her biblical counterpart. It's only for around 10,000 years that Homo sapiens have been alone on Earth as far as human evolutionary cousins go. But even then, how personal is that ancestry to us? It's in more modern history and through modern migrations across nations that we can trace our own families as far as ethnicities and cultures are concerned. These form who we are today, particularly as individuals, what makes us us on a person-to-person level. These changes that have taken place over the past thousand years have had an incredibly dramatic effect on the shape of the world and its people, and they can lead us to ask, who am I? And great leaps in science and modern DNA testing mean that we can now start to answer that question. In fact, researchers have tested millions of people around the world to find out. And it's not just as simple as being from one place or another. Take the United Kingdom, for example. The migration of people for hundreds and even thousands of years has shaped the ethnic makeup of the United Kingdom today. The average UK resident is 36.94% British, which I'm saying in inverted commas. By that, we mean modern Britain, so related to the Anglo-Saxons who inhabited Britain from the 5th century, themselves Germanic peoples from Europe before that. But we're talking about modern history here. So where does the rest come from? Well, the average UK resident is also 21.59% Irish, coming from Celtic peoples who've migrated to Britain for hundreds of years. There's also a major Western European DNA presence. That's from the area covered by France and Germany today, 19.91% in fact, as well as a Scandinavian chunk, 9.2%. 
partly traced back to the movements of invaders like the Vikings coming into the British Isles. And they're just the biggest components. In the average UK resident, there are trace elements of DNA from ethnic groups all around the world. And you might ask, where do I fit in? Or what can I find out about myself? Well, that's what I asked. And what I found out was quite a surprise. More after this break on It's About Time. It's About Time is sponsored by Ancestry. Discover your family history within the billions of records on the Ancestry website and take the Ancestry DNA test to learn more about who you are today with details like your ethnic makeup and relatives you never knew existed. Listeners of this podcast can enjoy free postage on an Ancestry DNA kit. Just visit www.ancestry.com forward slash podcast DNA. That's www.ancestry.com forward slash podcast DNA for free postage on an Ancestry DNA kit. So you can start your Ancestry DNA journey today. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid until the 24th of November, 2016. We're all different people made up of different DNA. And this can tell us a lot about our history and our identity, both collectively and individually. So what then when we ask, who am I? As I mentioned earlier, for the best part of 300 years, my family lived in the East End, working as matchmakers, seamstresses, that kind of thing, part of the deserving poor, as the Victorians called them. They didn't move round much. Virtually all of them lived in Shoreditch, Hackney and Stamford Hill, occasionally intermarrying with young girls up from the country looking for work in the big London houses. They had the occasional foray into business. My great-great-granduncle had a cart with a banner saying parrots, popular pickles and two ladles, one for a ha'porth of pickles, the other for a penneth. It didn't last long. Mostly, they had hard lives. My great-grandfather and great-grandmother died in the workhouse and that was in the 20th century. It was only my dad, once working-class people had been given the benefit of education and drinking water that didn't make you vomit, who broke the mould and entered the middle classes. So, Londoners, working-class, Eastenders and very British. That was my family. Or so I thought. But that was before I tested my own DNA. I spat into this little test tube, sent it off, and then a few weeks later I got my results showing my ethnicity estimate, which regions of the world my DNA comes from. Well, do you know how much British DNA this London lad has? percent. 
Yep. Reaching back over the past thousand years, my DNA makeup is as follows. 67% Europe West, 21% Ireland, 5% Scandinavia and 1% British. In fact, I've got more Europe West DNA than a typical person native to that region, which covers France, Germany, Switzerland and the Netherlands. All of which makes me think that the debate about whether we should be in Europe or out of Europe is a bit redundant. Anyone like me is European anyway, more European than a lot of French and Germans. We just happen to live in a European island rather than on the mainland. Well, that's what it meant to me, an individual. Not quite the average UK resident in DNA terms. But then none of us really are. We all have our own histories that form us, that make us individuals in the UK and around the world. So embrace the science of your ancestry. You may not be as strictly British, Swedish or French as you think you are. <laughs> for listening to It's About Time with me, Tony Robinson. That's the last episode of the season. If you've liked this episode of It's About Time, there are four other episodes for you to listen to if you haven't heard them already. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast, rate and leave a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. That will all help us and also encourage us to make more episodes of It's About Time. We've got a lot of stories to tell, I can tell you. So let us know what you think, and while you're at it, tell your friends, family and anyone else who'd care to listen. Spread the good word. Again, thanks for listening to It's About Time. Goodbye. About Time is sponsored by Ancestry. Discover your family history within the billions of records on the Ancestry website and take the Ancestry DNA test to learn more about who you are today with details like your ethnic makeup and relatives you never knew existed. Listeners of this podcast can enjoy free postage on an Ancestry DNA kit. Just visit www.ancestry.com forward slash podcast DNA. That's www.ancestry.com forward slash podcast DNA for free postage on an Ancestry DNA kit. So you can start your Ancestry DNA journey today. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid until the 24th of November 2016. <laughs>